Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to the Help Desk, a daily tech podcast for the rest of us. My name is Peter Wells. And I'm Tess Bennett. I almost said my name was Tess Bennett. And in case you were wondering, it's not just you. Twitter has been totally balked this morning, although it does seem to be back. I've just come back from a lovely morning walk uh, in Melbourne sunshine, which is a rare thing. So you have to go grab it when it happens. But uh, yeah, Twitter seems to be okay now. How are you, Tess? I'm good. Uh, congratulations on your two cases in Victoria today. Uh, oh, how's the mood? Uh, in my house, uh, it seems pretty good. <laughs> There's only me in it at the moment. But um, yeah, everyone I follow who is a Melbourneian on Twitter seems very, very happy. So hopefully hopefully we've got some good news on Saturday. But um, let's move on and talk about the tech stories. The first one, Tess, you've got this one. So New South Wales Parliament will be debating new revenge porn legislation. Over at ZDNet, Asha Babashow reports that the New South Wales Attorney General and Minister for the Prevention of Domestic Violence, Mark Speakman, on Wednesday introduced legislation to the state parliament with the aim of offering more protections for victims of revenge porn and more powers to judicial officers to be able to order images to be deleted um, or destroyed. In summary, more protections for victims who will be able to give evidence remotely in a closed court and have their privacy protected and, again, easier to destroy or order recordings to be destroyed. I'm always surprised when uh, I see people in uh, legislation do something really sensible, but this the, it looks like they've really thought about this and uh, f- from a victim's point of view and, and thought about all the, the awful ways that you could not want to participate in, in something like this and, and trying to, to mitigate that as much as possible. Under the proposed amendments, victims of intimate image abuse would have the same court protections as other sexual assault complainants. How big of a problem is this? The article here has included some stats. Between July 2018 and June 2019, there were 296 charges. This year, 420 charges. Hopefully, there are more people reporting uh, as opposed to just more instances of this horrible crime. Absolutely. I mean, abuse is abuse whether you're doing it over the internet or in person. Uh, YouTube has joined the QAnon ban party in the lead up to the US election. YouTube said Thursday that it would no longer allow content that targets individuals and groups with conspiracy theories, specifically QAnon and its little brother, Pizzagate. YouTube's move to rid the platform of QAnon content follows similar but recent changes by other social media platforms, including Twitter removing QAnon accounts and restricting QAnon content in July. And last week, Facebook said it would also remove the group pages and Instagram accounts that identified with QAnon. Yeah, so this is interesting that they're going an extra step further. So YouTube had claimed that it's it had addressed some of these issues by turning off the recommendations to QAnon content, which was that phenomenon of people who aren't subscribed to the channel just going down its internet rabbit hole 
and finding themselves two hours later watching conspiracy theories. I noticed you used uh, Kevin Roos's Twitter uh, for that information. Kevin Roos has actually a fantastic podcast called The Rabbit Hole, which discusses the rise of QAnon uh, and just how how seriously people take this. Like, it's always so easy to laugh at QAnon, but people out there really believe it. Misinformation closer to home. Across the pond, Facebook is clamping down on a far-right political party, Advance NZ. A Facebook spokesperson said the party was deplatformed after it repeatedly breached the social media site's misinformation policies. A Facebook spokesperson said the party was deplatformed after it repeatedly breached the social media site's misinformation policies. The party's leader holds a number of controversial views, including that COVID-19 was a bioweapon designed to be used on civilians around the world. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. He's also uh, really uh, a strong believer in QAnon, which is, again, shows that, you know, QAnon is such a kind of gateway drug to really crazy stuff out there, which is why it's important that QAnon, as ridiculous as, as it is, is kind of nipped in the bud. And to ease you into the weekend, I thought it'd be fun to do a bit of a Friday review roundup. So here are some of the things that I've, some of the reviews I've read online this week that I thought were quite interesting. Pretty much everyone except me has has bothered to write a Pixel 4a or 5 review. I do have both of those devices behind me on a shelf, but and they're very nice. I'll, I will say that they're very nice, but I haven't actually gotten around to reviewing them yet. I'm linking to Chris Griffith in The Australian who had a really great review of the Pixel 5. It's a cute little phone. It's so adorable. It's uh, it's about the size of, well, it is the size of the last Pixel, which is, again, roughly the size of the smaller iPhone, not the baby mini iPhone that we just saw announced. It also has 5G, just like the iPhone. It doesn't do MM and Wave, just like the iPhone. But even saying all of that, uh, it, you're still going to get half a gig downloads in, in real-world testing. So that's, you know, 10 times faster than my NBN. So good alternative there for the Android users. Absolutely. If I was going for an Android phone, the Pixel line would be the one I'd go for. Checking in on Fitbits. Now, last time I checked, Fitbits weren't $400. What's happened, Peter? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, Fitbit Versa 3 has just been reviewed and it is, yeah, a whopping 400 bucks. They're really going for the Apple Watch market. They're, They're trying to be the Android alternative to the Apple Watch. And they kind of get there. Like you've got offline Spotify playback, which is pretty cool. Uh, and all the fitnessy bells and whistles you would expect from Fitbit. I've just always found, I don't know, I, I haven't played with this particular model. Um, I, I kind of badly reviewed the last two verses that came out. Um, and I don't know if that's the reason why I haven't been sent a, a third one. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, I don't know, they they just feel cheap, or at least the last two did. They felt cheap for f- a very expensive price tag. Mm-hmm. And there's a new Xbox out to play with as well. Yeah, it, it hasn't hit our shores yet, but Tim Biggs got a pre-release version of the hardware to play on. And because it's pre- pre-release, none of the games are available. So mm-hmm. he was just able to really test it with upscaling his previous content for this, the current series of Xbox. But having said that, he was blown away by how well it upscaled the standard content to to 4K on his beautiful 4K telly. So uh, yeah, uh, if you're excited about uh, retro gaming, the Xbox Series X is looking pretty good. And the last one we've got here is the one that I know you are particularly excited about getting your hands on. (laughs) 
Yes, I am. Yeah, so Daniel Vuks over, that's not his real name, but over at uh, Vuks.net, he's a massive Nintendo fanboy, and he has written about the Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, which is, if you don't know, um, a way to play Mario Kart on your actual floor with your actual furniture and also holding the Switch. So each little car has a little camera on top, and you drive around your living room, and it looks amazing. Not surprisingly, as I said, Vux is a fanboy, so he loved the living hell out of this. Um, mm-hmm. I am super excited. I've been checking my mailbox every day because I, I pre-ordered it, but it hasn't arrived yet. Um, hopefully, hopefully, Amazon Fairies will deliver it real soon. Excellent. Excellent. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Tess, do you have anything planned for the weekend? I always feel bad telling or talking about plans in front of uh, people from Victoria. Hey, man, we've got, we've got like two hours of sunshine tomorrow. You know, I can't, just <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. Um... <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Well, I've got a lot of Ikea to build, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to my weekend. Well, we'll chat again on Monday. We've survived week one. Indeed, indeed. Well, my good thank you to you, Tess Bennett. My thank you to Lauren Watson for designing the artwork. My thanks to James Smith for all of his help with the audio. Do you have anyone to thank, Tess? Uh, no, but I would like to wish everyone in Canberra and New Zealand good luck and happy voting this weekend. Enjoy your democracy sausages. Mm, absolutely. All right, we'll speak to you next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.